0: so happy that ABT is here doing one of my absolute favorite full-lengths. It's one of these great ballets with, you know, love and betrayal and death and destruction. And, <laughs> you know, it's not quite the Game of Thrones, but almost. <laughs> um, <laughs> when was the first time you saw Bayadere? Do you know, I was at Ballet Theatre when it was being created. Oh, wow. My first year in the company, uh, Natalia Makarava was creating it using Anthony Dow as her partner and advisor on parts of it. I had the foresight to go, no fool I, I asked if can I just sit in the corner and be very quiet and watched it evolve? Because, you know, we had all seen the second act, which is the iconic white act of Petipa. Uh, there is a scene in it where 24 women come down a ramp in white tutus, repeating a flowing line called arabesque, swaying, literally, into it and out of it. And it's like an undulation. It's like a, it's a... It's, a, it's like a meditation. It goes on for easily for about four minutes until, you know, it starts with one girl and leading the line and they just keep filtering in and filling the stage up. And it's magical. And it's completely built on the precision and purity of classical line. But, you know, it's the white act. It's the one that happens in heaven. It's the one, you know, you have to suspend disbelief. Well, you know, all the guts and the, the real, you know, carnal stuff is in Act 1. And, <laughs> you know, and, um, uh, and the majesty of Act 3 in a palace of, you know, a wedding that's being forced on a, on a uh, you know, the story is incredible. It is a, a story of betrayal, but no one is really guilty of anything. You know, these two people love one another, and then, you know, one is actually not really allowed to love someone because she's, allowed, you know, she's given fealty to the church. And the warrior is so good that he gets married off to the Rajah's daughter. The Rajah's daughter, what does she know? She's like pampered and, and, you know, very powerful and she's getting the handsome guy, but she understands something's, something's awry. And then when she realizes that her father wants this simple temple dancer killed, she's she's going. ah, oh, I better. She's got something to do with my man, so I'm going to like. I'm going to save her. I'm going to give her some money and tell her to get the hell out of Dodge. And then she reveals to her. Oh no 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 no. He's sworn over the sacred fires his love eternally to me. Well now she's got a problem. Um, <laughs> uh, and what I love about the story is it's never really clear if it was her or her father that arranges for a poisonous snake to be given to the. Uh, in in a, in a bouquet of flowers, to uh, uh, the temple dancer to get rid of her. And they bring her into the marriage ceremony to dance for their celebration, and she's bitten by that snake and dies. This is not a good day for any of the characters. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's really, it's riveting, you know? And, and people go, oh, ballet, it's all, you know. But it's riveting. It's, it's remarkable. Well, and then Solara goes off and has too much... He, in his complete disbelief of his situation and grief, uh, uh, goes to his tent and smokes so much opium that he literally has an out-of-body experience, and he goes to heaven and visits Nikia. When he recovers and comes back to himself, he's got to go to the temple to get married. And he's, it's just the most tense scene where, you know, Gamzadi dances for him it's it's full of want and need to make it better you know she wants him to love her but she wants to comfort him and he's he just doesn't know what to do with himself when finally they are forced to say i do when when solar goes i do (laughs) nikia brings the temple down and destroys the entire place and comes down and collects him and takes him to heaven